At the time of the ascension of Jesus into heaven, there was great excitement in heaven because the King of Glory was returning home. Jesus Christ was ready to take up his rightful place in the invisible world of God's dwelling. He took up his place at the right hand of the Father and now Jesus rule over all places of the earth. And so friends, we gather to recall the life of the man from Nazareth. The hour has come to glorify Jesus. We gather to remember his death at Calvary. We gather to celebrate the victory of the Lord over the grave. We come to celebrate God's coronation of the Savior of the world. The hour has come to glorify Jesus. He is our intercessor, he is our high priest. Jesus brings us right into the presence of God. And so the Lord is with you today. We have two texts for today. Our first text comes to us from Ephesians chapter 1 verses 15 to 23. And the verses which we have singled out for today's family worship service is verses 21 and verse 22. It reads as follows. God raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heaven, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be the head over everything for the church which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. This is the word of the Lord. Our second reading comes to us from the book of Acts chapter 1 verses 6 to verse 14 and the verses which we have singled out for today's sermon, the verses which we have singled out for today's family worship service is verse 8 and verse 9. It reads as follows. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. This is the word of the Lord. Friends, come let us join together in prayer. Lord, we realize this morning that you have called us to share your good news with others and to share Jesus Christ with others and to share Jesus Christ with others in the way in, the, in which we conduct ourselves and in the manner that we do our work and complete our daily tasks, in the manner in which we relate and talk to others. And so, in everything we do in life, Jesus must be seen, Jesus must be heard, and the Christian flavor must be spread wherever we go. And so, dear God, grant us your Holy Spirit and aid us in serving you by serving humanity. Grant that we grow in oneness with you as we listen to your word today. And so we pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to him with you and the Holy Spirit, one blessed God, be glory and unending praise. Amen. Friends, the theme of our family worship service this morning is the presence of God in our world today. 
the presence of God in our world today. Beloved brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, I think that many people would agree with me that circumstances are not very pleasant in the world today. Not only South Africa, but the entire world is in a state of suffering. COVID-19 brought sadness. COVID-19 brought loneliness and sorrow into our homes and into the hearts of many people. The virus continued to keep people apart. The virus continued to keep families apart. The virus continued to keep friends apart. The virus continued to keep communities and faith communities apart. Social distancing, we believe, is one of the ways in which we can flatten the curve. And so many people's lives are adversely affected by staying at home. Staying at home causes untold suffering in the lives of those who are living in the periphery or on the outskirts of society. The further truth is that all of us, in one way or the other, are affected by COVID-19. After his resurrection, Jesus appeared for 40 days to his disciples. And now he was standing with his disciples on the Mount of Olives, ready to depart and ready to return to his Father. Just before Jesus left them, Jesus had given some final instructions to his disciples. And it ended with these words. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he had said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. This is verses 8 and verses 9 of Acts chapter 1. And so someone asked me this question. Is God aware of the suffering that people are experiencing around the globe and in South Africa and in our communities and in our families and in our personal lives right now? Does heaven know and is heaven aware of what is happening on earth at this moment? And if heaven is knowledgeable about this matter, why is God silent? The ascension of Jesus into heaven can leave us with a sense of an understanding that Jesus left the earth, returned home, and is now with God. It further raises the question whether God is with us, or perhaps has God forgotten us, or has God abandoned us because Jesus has now returned home? Now, if God is with us, why does God not intervene? And why does God not disturb the orderly, systematic suffering that is caused by COVID-19 in the world today? Why does God not give us a break? Why does God not, not help us to breathe at this time? This is exactly where the problem lies. If we reason that God is unable to affect the course of the events in the world today, then God's self has become bound by the creation. 
God brought into being. Therefore we will then say, God has created the world, and after creating the world, God has retired and found himself in isolation. In isolation, God is unconcerned about the human suffering we experience today as COVID-19 swept through the world. Rest to its logical conclusion. We may then believe that God has dropped out of the world altogether. We may then believe that God has dropped out of our communities, out of our faith communities, that God has dropped out of the world that we live in, and that God has dropped out of our lives. And so, friends, beloved brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, such thinking can plunge our faith into a real crisis when we believe that God is not involved in real human suffering. My father-in-law was connected to a ventilator for about 10 days or even more some time ago. One day he suddenly got better and soon after that his stay in ICU he was discharged from hospital. And when he was discharged from hospital, he related the story to me. He said that while he was in ICU connected to the ventilator, God sent my brother-in-law who died whilst he was in his mid-twenties to come and to watch over my father-in-law. He said that his son was dressed in all white and at one point his son took him into heaven. And on numerous occasions, my father-in-law would draw sketches to illustrate to us what it looked like in heaven. And he would tell us about his experience. His speedy recovery came after his son brought him to a point in heaven and he asked his son, can I cross over? And his son replied, that decision to cross over is not in my hands. And so friends, if you think that God is not involved in real human suffering, or even in our personal suffering, then you need to think again when you listen to this narrative. Jesus did not only ascend into heaven, but Christ is seated at the right hand of God far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in the present age, but also in the age to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be the head of everything for the church, which is his body. The fullness of him fills everything in it in every way. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 21 and 2. And so, beloved brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, not only is Jesus the ruler of the church, Jesus fills everything and in every way. And so with his ascension into heaven, Jesus became present in the world and alive. And Jesus extended his influence and his rule over everything on earth. Therefore, should God not be with us in this time of suffering? All of us, the whole of South Africa, the whole of the world, 
and each one of us personally will just descend into a pit of utter hopelessness, will just descend into a pit of utter despair that will lead you and me and all believers to declare that God does not exist. And so in the power of the Holy Spirit that God has given to you and to me, and in the power of the Holy Spirit we should work within the world around us and within us, we continue to battle it out and grapple with the suffering that COVID-19 brought with it. And we will continue to battle it out as we struggle to make sense of the pain of poverty that people experience. We will continue to battle it out as we struggle to make sense with the pain of people who has lost loved ones. And we will continue to battle it out as we struggle to make sense of these uncertain times, these moments of anxiousness, and these moments of despair. But friends, it is in our grappling with the pain of poverty, our moments of uncertainty and moments of despair, and in the pain and sadness and loneliness in the hearts of people, that we must turn to Christ. And so the hymn writer says, Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face. To this very Jesus we must turn our gaze today. If we seek a genuine understanding of the meaning of our suffering, because it is life, because it is his humanity, his all-embracing love, his faithfulness to the truth. It is in this that we will make sense of his presence within our suffering world, that we will make sense of his presence within our own personal suffering. In all of these, we will discover the reasons of why we are going through such a tough and difficult time in South Africa and in the world right now. Have you ever gone through a difficult time and in that time someone reminded you that God is with you in your barren patch, that God loves you, but you feel like rejecting your belief in God altogether? You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes unto you, promises us that God will never leave us, but it does not mean that we should feel his presence with us all the time. And so one of the reasons why we are going through the suffering in the world today is that God has seen the spiritual dryness, God has seen the spiritual malnutrition in our homes right across the globe. Moral and spiritual conditions have deteriorated and thousands of people have no interest in spiritual matters anymore. And they follow their, their own cleverly devices and there is a return to worshipping idols or perhaps even worshipping other people and make them idols. And so today... Friends, there is an unparalleled falling away from godly living. 
Even more so, it seems to me like the age of permissiveness has come upon us and it just baffles some of us. Turn your eyes upon Jesus and look full in his wonderful face, says the songwriter. And this is but one of the reasons of why we are going through the suffering in the world. Of why we are under lock and key in our homes at this time. More so we are under lock and key in our homes at this time because we need to have conversations with each other, God says. Conversations in our home. And so for us as Christians, it is also a time of having conversations in the home and recall memories to mind of those times when God was gloriously real to you and me. Those times when God was leading you along difficult paths, granting you happier moments that brought a quiet joy into the chambers of your heart. It is time that we have conversations around our tables with family members and friends, and we sit and we talk. Talk about those times that God acted for your benefit when your life was falling apart at it seems. It is time that we talk about God, His goodness, His love, His grace and His mercy in our homes with our children and everyone that lives with us. And we should not allow the current situation that COVID-19 brought with it to cloud our thinking. It is a time to thank God for past mercies and to reaffirm that God is with us in our time of suffering, in our time of uncertainty, in our time of anxiousness and in our moments of despair. This is the time that we need to rely on the promises of God, not on our feelings and not on our erratic emotions. Hold on to God's word, remain faithful, even if it seems like everything is falling apart around you. Glory be to God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and forever will be. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal God and loving Father, thank you that through shared memories we become to know that you are gloriously real to each one of us. And we realize that many times in our lives that you acted for our benefit. We praise you and we thank you. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to him with you and the Holy Spirit. One blessed God, be glory and unending praise. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, let us be vessels in the hands of God every day of our lives. Amen.